Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Everybody, welcome to Nobody Panic. It is Christmas Christmas time. That's the famous carol. They know it's dinner time. (laughs) There we go. Christmas time. Ding dong merrily, it's Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for the whole ha ha which happens whenever there's anything going on. Um, Hello, come on in. Welcome in. Take off your coat. Have a seat at our our, uh, heaving Christmas dinner table. For today, our episode will be a Yuletide special, How to Cook Christmas Dinner. And what's this? A guest at the end of our table? You've heard It's a sort of mist. It's like a mist. A dark mist. Almost a, a shadow, perhaps. You've heard him referenced for years. And now, here he is, the shadow, here to teach us about Christmas dinner. Hello, The Shadow. How are you doing? Hello. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Thank you. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy um, Christmas. We've invited The Shadow on because, um, well, I'll just set the scene of last Christmas, if I may, which was He gave that you my heart. I, he gave me my heart. He gave me my own heart. Um, but also, we were uh, we we were locked down, or we you know couldn't leave, <laughs> and so we had Christmas together, didn't we? Didn't we? Um, and um, oh yeah, I should say that if uh, short term listeners will be like, what is going on? Um, <laughs> my sorry, uh, yeah, yeah, my yeah. long my, my term partner. Right when we started doing this podcast episode, I was like, oh, I am referencing you sometimes. How should I how should I refer to you? Meaning like boyfriend, partner gentleman lover and you said the shadow and so that has been what i've been calling you so this is what who I'm i think about. i said lasers first yes i said that's absolutely absurd <laughs> <laughs> yeah the shadow was the second one lasers. I, lasers. I like it i like it it's a lovely peek behind the curtain here um but let, let me take you back to last christmas we had this the thing that we, we were going to dress up cook Christmas dinner and have a great time. I bought um, a very silvery dress with a, with a matching cape. And in all of this sort of like excitement, I also cut my fringe uh, diagonally, but we won't talk about that. Um, and in, in all this sort of excitement, you didn't actually say that you were going to dress up. I just very much bulldozed that through. What happened on Christmas Day was um, the shadow cooked 
an amazing Christmas dinner and I just got incredibly drunk in a cape around <laughs> and we lived in like a very tiny flat like kitchenette so there's not really a way for me to go by this huge six inch heels on I was just sort of like kept kind of leaning back from the sofa being like do you want any help and you were like no and you were like sweating and you were just like in your normal clothes and lots of fun pictures from Christmas which is just you like parboiling something and me drunk but I, I, it is important to state as well that it, this was your second choice Christmas it was like yeah. this was Christmas thrust upon you it was and that's how I dealt and that's with how it you were dealing yes. with it, yeah. yeah. You were meant to be I with shaved your my fringe off and then got drunk while watch, watching you do roast potatoes. But you did it all single-handedly, so that's why I thought it'd be good to mm, invite and him on. Absolutely. And the shadow, have you done it before? Was this the first time you'd ever done it, or you knew? Oh no! Yeah, oh many no. times. Oh, many you times, knew. Yeah. You bloody many knew. times. Yeah, I like doing it. I really, and I used to do it um, professionally as well. Like I worked what? in restaurants when I was younger, and so I would help be part of the team that would prepare the Christmas dinners on Christmas Day and stuff like that. So I'd, I've done it since I was like, I don't know, oh, 16, shit. I suppose. I should really, have led with that. We're dealing I forgot with, yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> professional <laughs> Christmas dinner. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, pro- wow. like, yeah, prof- like I got paid to do it. I yeah. wouldn't say it was a professional. So uh, your role in the kitchen, go on. What are we talking? Sous chef, top chef, pot wash? What's your... I used to work a cool chef. Have Ooh, you ever heard of that? No. <laughs> so, um, you know... Well, I suppose, you know, like beef eater restaurants that, you know, the, the ones that have like a carvery or that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. The, a harvester. The harvester, that type yeah. of thing. Well, um, they have what was called, I think, I don't know if it is now, a cool chef. And the cool chef would be Now, are we saying the word for- cool, like cool guys? Cool? No, it was more cool as in like you handled most of the stuff that wasn't hot. <laughs> but nonetheless, your 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 title was Cool Chef. <laughs> cool Chef, yeah. But I don't think anyone, even a 16-year-old, would really go around saying, hi, I'm a cool chef. A cool, okay, right. Effect. So you were a cool chef as in you were only in cool charge chef. of things that were cold. Uh, things were cold. And then I graduated from, so that would be the salad bar, cold starters, oh, and, then, wow. and then desserts. Cranberry sauce? Desserts. Cranberry sauce isn't something I'd need to make. That right. came in a jar. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so I didn't sure, sure. blow the glass to okay, make the jar. Because sure, okay. <laughs> sure, sure. that's hot. <laughs> okay. um, um, a friend of mine was a cool chef um, at the Manoir, the famous restaurant, for four years. And all he did was whip the butter into oh, little, wow. little balls. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a long old journey, isn't it, chefing? It's you got to do your time in the cool section before you yeah. can upgrade to the hots. Mm. And I'd look at the grill with envy mm. because they would, they would, uh, the grills, when they cook the steaks, obviously steaks are cooked different ways, you know, to order. Medium rare, please. Exactly. Thank you. Or blue. Have you, have you seen a blue steak? What's that? So a blue steak is where the plate is extremely hot and the, 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 the steak is pretty much just shown to the heat and Ooh. then turned over and then put on the plate and it's it's almost raw. Okay. And it's wow. the plate that's that's hotter. And so it's that's That's hideous. Anyway. Yeah, it is, yeah. So then you went on to the, the hot the starters. The hot starters, right. yeah. And then and then once you moved on to the hot starters, so that would be like say the breaded mushrooms or the mm. um mozzarella sticks, you know, all that kind of well, stuff. Well traditional pate. traditional Christmas fare. Pate was an interesting one because pate was half cool chef, half moved on because you'd supply the toast. <laughs> so you'd work together <laughs> as a team. <laughs> And then on Christmas, the Christmas period or when the Christmas menu came on, the cool chef's job would adapt and you'd all move together and you'd all function to create the Christmas menu. Did you wear a Christmas hat on Christmas Day? No, I wore a chef's hat because that is legally required. <laughs> okay. Very. We're dealing with a professional is what we're yeah. saying here. So I just like okay. to uh, put myself into it for a moment that last year, uh, also Christmas thrust upon you, I, mm. uh, was, al- I, was, at, I was already at... Uh, home home anyway uh, for the winter 
And uh, I was like, well, since everyone's miserable, I'm, I'll make it nice and I'll be in charge of the Christmas dinner. And I decided that I would dress as Julia Child from the film Julia and Julia, but also the mm-hmm. actual woman. And <laughs> I, so I was wearing these huge pearls and this like, car, like you know, all this gear. And I t- spent a long time getting dressed. And then it sort of, I did a champagne and like salmon thing for the morning. And oh, then, very good. Yeah. And then sort of everyone looked at their clock and was like, and what's your... And what's the plan? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and they were like, okay. And then there's like a bit, and then they were like, what about the turkey? And I was like, listen, I know a few things. It's not frozen. Don't think I'm an idiot. It's been out. I know. And then they were like, what about the insides? And I was like, hmm, hmm, the what's now? The what? And turns out they, the turkeys come with a, their insides in them. And oh. then there's, there's a video of me crouched in the garden screaming, dressed as Julia Child, while I, while I upend a turkey and all these bits of gizzards just like dr- come out. It was horrendous. So I'm really excited to learn from a, uh, from a pro, is from what I'm pro. saying. Because I, I hope that people, maybe this is your first time ever doing it. Maybe you're like, yeah, I do it every year. I'm just here to hear what you do so I can say, oh, that's not what I do. Or maybe you're like, I can't think of anything worse. But I think, oh, actually, it's it's just a roast. It's just a roast dinner with more pressure. You know, it's like yes. And may I say, please. if you're listening and going, I couldn't possibly do this. Um, don't worry. You could just do how the Japanese do. And due to popular mar- due to a popular marketing campaign in the seventies, now millions of Japanese people get a KFC chicken bucket at Christmas. That's what they do. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So you could do that. I think we're we're just talking traditional British Christmas. But do your own do thing. Do the Japanese do. And also I think the magical thing about being in charge of the Christmas and also in this new skate where we're like, what is Christmas anymore? And we've all, you know, been like, this is, you don't have to have any of the bits that you don't want. And if you want to have KFC bucket, you can. Or if you like, I really do like... Do inform people though before you, before they come Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> like, or you could, say, you could say to everyone like, what is the thing that you would most like? for Christmas dinner what should we have mm. or you, and they say a full roast and you say and you say fine and then maybe but maybe someone's got a little thing that they'd like to add and you know so I'm saying the world's your oyster like you you don't mm. have to be limited by buying like oh this is the traditional thing but like do anything and also the world is your oyster in Italy they have the meal of the seven fishes which oh. involves mussels octopus carp possibly oysters as well so you know wow Oh. Seven course fish meal. In Spain, they have the, <laughs> the crapping log. A little log sits by the fire. You punch him on Christmas Day and he craps out a present. He's called the crapping log. Who say you don't learn nothing on this podcast? A lot of fun. Right, oh, okay, right. So the shadow. We into it, should we do the shadow's adult thing or should we just ignore yeah, it? Yeah, quick as you like. Shadow, what have you got? Yeah, okay. Shadow, <laughs> what's the most adult thing you've done this week, please? And I know it because I live with you. Uh, I bought your first Christmas present. <gasps> Shut the door. Yeah. And that's that's a big thing for me because I am a last minute yes. everything. Even that's... with the internet where you can do it whenever you want. Yeah. But I kind of I've got a I've got a thing on my phone now where during the year you'll say it tells stuff. you when Christmas yes. is. <laughs> oh yeah. Little little icon. so every year like so I can compile what you've said, like, oh I'd like a bassoon or whatever or something. I did like say that. that, yeah. Um and then I'll gradually like buy them throughout the year and for some reason like I've been late this year but like I started I started now so that came and that is hidden somewhere around here so I'm on it and Christmas has officially begun a good one shadow okay let's let's begin I've got a question all right here we go my first question Mm. 
is when you are when you are cooking a Christmas dinner, a traditional British Christmas dinner, what's always the first, like, what's the first thing that you always do, like, right before you do anything else? What's like the... Well, that very much depends on what it is you're making for mm-hmm. the Christmas dinner and for how many people. I'd say those are the two most important things are to know what it is you're going to make so that you can then, like, get it ready. Then you know about the timings. So it's what you're making and the timings. And they're the th- that's the structure of mm. your basic Christmas dinner. Because you've got it's... your lamb, you've got your pork, you've yeah. got your... And so... you want everything to come together at the same time so mm. that you you haven't got like cold veg or, you know, or the meat's not ready or that kind of thing. So yes. that's Let's say thing, you're, so... doing, you're doing a seven bird roast. <laughs> <laughs> let's say, no, you're doing a turkey. Let's let's, turkey. let's, so, let's take a traditional turkey. Turkey for like a family of four. So yes, something okay. Like that. So, um, so you, you'd obviously defrost the turkey. I didn't know that. So um, that's good. And then you'd look at look at the label and it will tell you like the weight of it and the timings of it according to the weight. Can you buy a turkey without its giblets in it? Well, most, I mean, I'm surprised Tessas were loose because most of them come in a bag. Like, I, I, I feel oh, they might have been caught, that they turkey, were, rather they than were. bought. I <laughs> got it fresh off the farm. No, they were in a bag, but nonetheless, the idea that I was like, why the fuck are these in here if they can just come out? Why didn't you take them out for me? Well, because you make, you, you make, you can make stuff with them. Like, ah. You can make, like, uh, you know, you can add it to the gravy or you can make, oh. you know, different things. People like that stuff. Yeah. So like I'm, I'm going to say, we need to begin this process. If you're, if you're considering doing this, you need to be thinking about this a, a week before. So we need to be thinking, we need to be beginning the prep a, a week mm. ahead because I mm. went to Marks and Spencer's on the having been like yeah 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 it's under control I had a full sort of like tiny Tim hit Marks and Spencer's thing you know where I was like a, a turkey any turkey and they were like yeah well there's one madam and I was like yeah 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 give it they were like it's 107 pounds <laughs> fuck you they can have bits of toast for bread I'm not having that and then like by chance someone was like there's one in the back and then like we managed to like get a, a normal sized turkey I was like I'm not cooking that colossal monstrosity so like I think you need to really if, if you are listening to this on Christmas morn you've, you're, you're, you've already fucked you're it trouble. you're in trouble and KFC's <laughs> shut so you're out of you, yeah. just have some Lindor balls and, and be done with your day you know so like start drinking so like you do this needs to have begun a week in advance but like here's all my stuff here's my timings you're working backwards from say 2 o'clock at 2pm in the afternoon or I want this to be an actual dinner dinner so I want everyone to sit down at 7 o'clock in the evening or wherever you want or you want to do yes. it on Christmas Eve and then just have like leftovers throughout the day on Christmas Day whatever your plan is this is when we're sitting down therefore we're working backwards every minute from this moment and then and the turkey needs to have been defrosted 24 hours ahead of that and the turkey needs to have been bought before that and back right. and back and back and back we go i think that's part well for me anyway that was always part of the fun of it is planning it beforehand like having an idea and it's moved from you know b- planning the stuff to book on your online shop now and getting that ahead in. Whereas it used to just be, you know, you'd write a list and then go and, and grab it straight away. But I like that bit. Even now when my little brother comes over for Christmas, I like that idea of saying, okay, what's our Christmas Day menu? What's our mm. Christmas Eve Bo- boxing meal? Day as boxing well. Day, yes. yeah, and that kind of thing. And are we having three meals mm. a day? And, yeah. and also, and- if you're having someone over for Christmas for the first time, you might want to help yourself by being like, okay, so if I'm making Christmas dinner for the first time, maybe I buy a fancy ready-made dessert from M&S so hmm. I don't have to also yeah. be like, no, I've got to make a plum pudding with a with a sixpence in it. Like you, yeah. you can maybe, um, and also things like, if you're thinking like, um, oh, and I'll also make my own gravy and also make my own apple sauce and like cranberries. Like maybe you don't have to do that. Maybe you can like... Um, 
prioritize you know everyone will, will be very impressed that you've made a christmas dinner without having to worry about like hand making the things you don't necessarily have to do like yeah even you can buy like ready-made pigs in blankets and things like that that's no one goes like oh sorry the bacon was already wrapped around the sausage no yeah. thanks like that's fine right yeah uh, yeah and you will always i think with christmas dinners you will always overbuy as well yes. you will always think you need more than you than you have and you know as we all know from eating christmas dinners they're they're the best but they're also incredibly filling yes and also you are you are cooking for an audience that is very much like ready to accept whatever it is you're going to give them yeah by the time that you serve it to them because they probably have had a drink and mm. they're probably just kind of giddy with other stuff so it's on the one hand there's a lot of pressure on making that meal because it is the christmas dinner but also like it's probably the the most relaxed received meal that you'll ever make mm. because people People will enjoy enjoy it well, by the time they get it. I will or not. I will about. Just, just caveat <laughs> that by saying it absolutely will be as long as everybody knows what is coming. You know, as long as people have been prepared mm. in advance, whether it's going to be the KFC bucket at seven o'clock in the evening or it's the whole thing with all the trimmings at twelve o'clock. Just like keeping people in the loop. I only say this because we once spent Christmas. I don't think they'll ever find this podcast, but with a relation who were going through a divorce and at two in the afternoon we were served frozen prawns out of the freezer that they were frozen (laughs) and and then at uh, five in the evening there was a mashed potato gravy and a turkey with nothing else (laughs) and so okay so if if we'd been prepped Listen, fine. If you're expecting the whole the whole shebang in uh, for lunch, and then it doesn't arrive until the early evening, and all you've had all day is one frozen prawn, um, yes. and there's an air of extreme tension because there's a divorce happening, um, you know. So it's just like as long as um, whatever the day is, as long as you prep all your guests uh, in advance and be like, this is the plan, and this is what we're having, and and then everyone be like, lovely, thank. I can't wait for that mashed potato and a frozen prawn. Delicious, thank you. Quick tip on frozen prawns. Oh my god! From my cool chef days. Yeah. Yes. Don't put them in the microwave to defrost. Don't, whatever you do, pour hot water on them. Put them in the sink and pour cold water on them and they'll defrost a lot quicker. Wow. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, so let's say so turkey thing. So you've got you've you've, you've defrosted it. You've got all your what to do next? Yes, yes. yeah. <laughs> well, like saying like like with everybody's everybody's family has their own kind of like schedule for Christmas don't they like yes. whether you open your presents or what you do and everything and and so cooking some kind of like according to that is 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 useful mm-hmm. because then you know what to do first and what to do next so I always do because let's say it was this family of four yes. we're doing and let's say we're having meat right yes um if it's a turkey the turkey won't and it's defrosted the turkey won't take as long as the potatoes because the potatoes that we particularly like as a family are crunchy well does done. the best roast potatoes i've ever tasted they're so, so crunchy on the outside and so soft and fluffy on the inside if you're not having roast potatoes mm. obviously then the the meat probably takes priority you've got to have but roast if, potatoes if you're having roast potatoes and you always. like them well done then they are the ones that that you should get on the go first of all how do you, you talk us through your your, your roast your roast potato game um so uh take the skin off them mm-hmm. Then uh, chop them into, you know, the Quartz. size that you want them. Yeah. yeah. Then parboil. What's a parboil? Um, part boil. Them. Why do they just say part boil? Where's the tea parboil. gone? I don't know where the tea's gone. Okay, yeah. fine. Part boil. So that's like, you know, do them to a third of what they are. So if And if you want to test that with a fork, um, you should not be able to get the fork all the way in. It should just like maybe go in. like a bit in. Like par in. Par in. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So get the four par in. <laughs> Yes. And then, um, and then, and that's important because if you uh, and you know you you don't have to parboil them if you don't want to. Like you can uh, you can cook them till they're fully boiled, and then when you put them in the oven to cook, they'll be those fluffy, fluffier kind of like mm. you know disintegrated. Yeah, you want which a lot of you people want, like. You want the shadows. But if you want them, okay. So if you if you want them like tight, crunchy little fellas, <laughs> then <laughs> yes, then um, parboil them in some salted water, and then um, take them out, drain them. And then whilst you're draining them and letting them cool down for a little bit, um, put whatever oil you want to... Like um, goose fat. Them, if you mm. want goose fat, yeah, if you want that. Olive oil, does that work? You can have olive oil not, in there, yeah. Great. No, you can have olive oil. It's, it's yeah. a bit spittier. If, but and you like, want more of a buttery a buttery thing, a, a yeah. fat or a butter or... Yeah, okay. I think so, yeah. Something a bit more luxurious mm. as well. Like what what about, what do you do to me as the, the vegan person? Um, I just did olive oil. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, it still works an absolute treat. Yeah. 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 But and, okay. Fine. And so then, um, so you you put that in the oven for whatever you know temperature, like two hundred degrees or something, um, and you let that heat up a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and be very careful when you take that out and put that on the side because obviously when you move the parboiled potatoes onto that, it's going to spit mm. a little bit because oh, so you heat the oil. Yeah. First. Heat the oil a little bit oh, first. Good, yeah. Okay. And then you put the potatoes on there, and then you might want a spoon or just kind of like. Um, Get the fat on them. Yeah, just drizzle them around a little bit and then maybe a little bit of rosemary, a little bit of salt and pepper on them and then give them a quick shake and then just pop them in the oven and then you can forget about them. For how long? Well, that's particular to how you like them. So So you're watching for them to go the the golden... About 45 minutes. But they could. Is yeah. it? Well, yeah. I'd go. I I like going longer. You really like ones. them tight, hey? Yeah, I like them. Yeah, <laughs> they are tight. They are tight, boys. They're so good. And, also, and halfway through, like, go and check on them, and then just shake them over so that you get 
um, two sides of the potato crispy. Mm-hmm. If you see what I mean, like if you if you mm-hmm. if you leave them as they are, you'll only get the base of it. The yes, really crispy. You don't want that, no. Whereas if you flip them over, then you'll get like crispy all round. And around the sort of fifty minute mark, Ooh. what you can do is you can find me and say, "Oh, here's a potato. Pop that in my mouth." By that point, I'm too drunk to even care. Yeah, um, and just and just we'll just keep asking you for more, more potatoes. And more. Put them That's, in my mouth. Put them in my mouth, please. <laughs> So that would be the order, like potatoes, meat, veg. I'm going to bring some option here to the potato experience. Yes. Um, if you want them less tight and more loose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, uh, so the hot oil is, whatever the oil is, is the crucial thing. Because otherwise, if your oil is cold, you're going to just be soaking up cold oil. In, I'm not telling you, uh, Shadow, I'm telling the people. You're just going to be soaking up cold oil into a cold potato and and it'll be eventually it'll be it'll work itself out but you want it you want the luxurious fat already hot potatoes in and we're off so i don't uh par a boil (laughs) par bill um because i'm nervous about how far how much par is part so i was just like what if i just boil them so I just boil them. And, and also, I don't ever peel potatoes if I make like mash or really any potatoes. I'm like, boring. I've got a life. <laughs> but I discovered you have to do it with roast because otherwise there's nothing to make the crispy roast exterior. Then you've just got skin everywhere. So you do have to, you have to peel them. I do the full boil. So don't panic if you're like, uh, how much is part boil? And then, because I don't like them tight. I like them loose and the bits coming off. You, gotta, um, you drain them and then you put the lid back on and then you smash them about in the pan and then so then you've got like bits of flowery sort of bits of potato everywhere and everything's got Mm. a bit of a a a textured edge for it to like really crisp and then you're like fuck me am i a professional chef this feels amazing and so it's just it feels good and cool and then you're like oh yeah this is the real deal so we've covered the whole spectrum of potato potato. we've got uh tight through to loose Okay, take us, cool chef, take us to the next bit. Where are we going now? So meat, got to go for your meat. Yeah, right. get that meat going. So that, that's where it can get a little bit tricky because your potatoes mm. you might want to cook a little bit hotter mm. um, and the mm. meat might be a little bit cooler. And, and that's sometimes where the, the worry can come in is that, you, well, you've had this going. So that's why I would say put the potatoes in early because even if you have to reduce the oven to cook the meat, if the potatoes are just still in there for ages, yeah. you're always going to be fine. Like you're not yeah. going to die of, the potatoes will cook. There's a lot of, uh, you will do like because obviously our kitchen was well it still is very small you can't uh, boil all the all the stuff like you know the, the Brussels sprouts the peas the yeah. carrots the broccoli whatever you want to add to the Christmas dinner often there's not enough space in the hob so I think that's where the skill comes in of being like right we'll do that first, and then and we're going to pop that in the oven covered to to stay warm yeah. there's a lot of that going on yeah, 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 possibly yeah. using the microwave a little bit with like some things just to kind of get them kind yeah. of preheated like he heated up again because that's but then also not underestimating how much hotter just pouring hot gravy makes things that have gone yeah. cold yeah and, you know? and of the three of the trio the veg the meat and the potatoes mm-hmm. the veg is the one you probably want to cook last so that it's ready to go because that's the one that you don't really want to heat up or you don't want to get yeah, cold because so then soggy. it gets soft and soggy and everything whereas that's potatoes the and the meat you can get away with using like uh, your phone alarm and basically like scheduling it the whole thing out beforehand so you know like okay so when the roast potatoes are at this point that's when we're going to start doing the your carrots your, your, your broccolis yeah 
you know whatever you feel confident with i think or give keeps keeps your confidence because you can lose hope with it and <laughs> every you can, you single can like year lose focus on it my and, mum loses hope as well i feel bad for her because often oh you know like it's not like you know she's the cook and like my dad cooks too but like she's really good at roast roast dinner and she's always like yes i'm doing it and there's always a point where like we're all dressed up for dinner and she sort of emerges from from the kitchen like a sort of scarecrow that has, that has been parboiled just like boiling hot like covered in stuff the rose plays are on the walls and she's just like oh it's probably a pile of shit i look like shit and you're like yeah it's so hard to maintain composure even yeah. when you've been making roasts for like 20 years like it's so, so I suppose like it's all about keeping confidence and that's why you that's where the role of yourself or someone else, i mean that because the like, drunk goblin we we live in a flat that Oh, uh, that everything is open plan. Yes. So we're obviously going to, and it's just the two of us. So, yeah. so it was just we're obviously going to be talking with each other. Yeah. But when I was growing up, we obviously had a diff in a house. My mum and my grand would cook in the kitchen, mm. and everybody might be watching TV or playing with toys or just doing something else on, on Christmas Day. And my granny did nothing other than just keep my mum drunk. Yes. But was, mm. That was her job in the kitchen was to maintain my mother's glass. Yes. Um, but it meant that. You know, the lunch took ages before it came out. <laughs> um, but also, like it, it, it made it made it fun, and that was something yes. that I grew up understanding and feeling about the making of the Christmas mm. dinner was that it shouldn't be the person in a room just on their own making the dinner and then bringing it in on their own. That you, it should be part of Christmas, and people should duck in. And you know, my my brothers, when we all when I cook for the family, it would be very much like, do you want me to do this? Do you want me to do that? And mm. you know, they take mm. it in turns coming in and doing stuff, and that meant that the thing wasn't so lonely isolating mm. and pressured it, it yeah. became one of the things that would happen on Christmas Day as much as opening the presents and you know having the you know watching the TV stuff in the evening yes that's very very true it's all a big part of it like with everything that we talk about on the podcast it's about like the side like your, your perspective and making it nice and not just like oh god this is gonna be so hard have enlist you, 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 mm. your fave fa- family member or flatmate and just be like, you know, oh, can you po- just pop in and chat to me while I do it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. make it a bit of a thing. I think thing. it's like, we're not, you're not, you're not downstairs on Downton Abbey. You know, you're not. Yes. Yeah. You don't work for the rest of the house. Like, you're all one unit and you just have to be like, it doesn't have to be this like, and ta-da, I've Martha stewarded it. Like, because that involves you not being any part of Christmas Day, just like gobbling away in the kitchen. Yeah. Yes. And also as well, it's always an anecdote. Like, I remember the year that we, that, uh, uh, we'll always remember that dad was like, I think this is right. Dad was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the roast potatoes this year, Mark. Like, don't worry about that. And he did them, t- took them out of the oven, um, burnt himself, threw them all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. And then just, we just, we just picked them up, picked them up off the floor. Perfect. And you can create new traditions as well, like that, that will be, you know, the ones that like you will all do together in the future. We all so. traditionally throw the roast potatoes on the floor <laughs> and then pick them up off the floor, for example. Well, my, my, my little brother, for instance, he would be, he, he'd made himself the person that would make what we called the kilties, which is the pigs in blankets. Oh, yeah. So he would be the person that would come in and go, is, you know, is it yeah. kilty time? He'd be like, yeah. no, not yet. And then, yes, when he'd come in and, and he'd roll them. So that was his way of contributing. And also, then in future years, it would be like, James, kilty time. And so everybody would cheer, you know, and he'd come and then... <laughs> That would be the thing yeah, that everybody... Yeah, so they all sing the Kilty song. Yeah, <laughs> but why not? Like, why not? Why, why, why not? not make these things? Yeah. Like these, the, the, That's exactly what I think is the best part of Christmas mm. is is making those things that are your way of doing things. I, yes. I love hearing about what your Christmas day is scheduled yes. compared to my Christmas day, like what you do and how your family would be. And 
uh, and how like there's not a member of my family that could handle a Christmas at yours Absolutely and not. there is no one in your entire family tree history lineage that could ever stand five minutes in my Christmas house <laughs> because we've all got such different ways of doing it that work yeah. for us and that yes. are fun for us and I think it's important to keep those and then keep creating our own ones. Um, the shadow. Could you bring us home with your just your culinary little bits? What we talk the gravy, the Brussels. Any little, just like oh, this will help. This is going to make things easier. Oh, well, once again, it's very personal to taste, isn't sure, it? Sure, and, yes. and everything. So what you like? Um, gravy is probably the last thing I do because mm-hmm. that's the thing that, like you say, if you are a bit behind on your timings, the gravy will warm it all up. I yeah. think the As gravy can over. be the. Um, the thing that really trips you up if you, if you like, but I want to make make my own gravy. But we're, we're, we're yeah. sort of bisto people, right? Yeah, yeah. But and, and um, I think I'm not great on recipes as such. But like, I'm sure I think you can add a little bit of flour or corn flour in, into 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 bisto, and then add the juices from the meat yes. on top of that, and then mix it all up. Bit and of then red wine. Lovely. A bit of red mm. wine. Yeah. I once did um, Jamie Oliver's get ahead gravy in the year that everyone was like, "You've got to get ahead." And so honestly, it took me. <laughs> It took me a day, a whole day, and it involved like smashing up these chicken thighs and then like putting them. Um, oh my god, it was madness! And um, and this is years ago, and I really couldn't cook at all. So this is my contribution. And listen, the gravy was very pleasant, but it was not worth the entire day I'd spent mm. on it. Yeah. When you could also just throw three teaspoons of bisto chicken gravy into a boiling water, and then and then maybe throw a bit of the chicken fat and a bit of wine and a bit of whatever you've got in the kitchen right this second whack it in make it hot that's gravy it doesn't have to be this like the gravy you know when I discovered Bistro I was like I'm sorry who let me do Jamie's get ahead gravy that year (laughs) it was delicious (laughs) who let me smash up those chicken thighs for hours and you'll obsess on it as well at the table because you'll be like what do you think of the gravy have you had some gravy dad do you want some more gravy can you have my gravy (laughs) this is Tess this is Tess's gravy yeah (laughs) two veg like treats yes please so, um, succotash. This is the, this is a, a, a shadow family tradition that I thought was the wildest thing I've ever heard. Tried it, absolutely delicious. Yeah, okay. my mum used to make stuff and say what they were called, and then like an example is another one: Belgian carrots. Right, they're not. Um, they're not Belgian. They're not from Belgium because I've been to Belgium and say, "Can I have Belgian carrots with this?" And they'd be like, "Well, we've got carrots." <laughs> <laughs> what about what about what was Sheila doing? Belgian carrots are dice the carrots. Um, a, a, Dice an onion, slice an onion, and then add um, some uh, pancetta or, or, or chop up some bacon. And then just uh, put a little bit of water, uh, all of the stuff in a pot and a couple of stock cubes and just let it simmer for ages. And it's just this really, really nice, savoury, very, very easy to do because you can just forget about it. It just boils mm. away on the, on the back thing. And it can boil for as long as you want. Same as the potatoes. You can just have all the flavours in there. And it's it's delicious. Mm. It's a really delicious, uh, quirky kind of... Not quirky, I mean, bacon... Me- meaty onions. lad. But it's... Yeah, you, and you don't have to have meat in it. Like, you no. can you can put... Um, just carrots and stock. Carrots and stock, yeah. But but that that's nice. Um, and succotash is flagiole beans, sweet corn, and then double cream. Yeah, what? Wild. And you just let that... You don't let that boil, boil too long because you don't want the cream to burn. 
Um, but that is delicious, especially when the gravy goes on top. It's I've, it's taken me six years to be able to put the succotash on my meal at Christmas, and now I put like a tiny little tablespoon on, and it is very nice. It's nice, but it, it's a real. But th- that's what's nice about Christmas dinner is everyone's got their own. Like yeah. like for me, a Christmas Invent dinner stuff, is not yeah. a Christmas dinner without three different types of potato. We have roast potato, we have boiled potato, we have mashed potato. Right, it's like that's too much potato for many. We've got yeah, we three three root mash and then pom was. Five, potato Palm five ways. Potato five ways. We, we, we love a potato. <laughs> Always good to like try, try new things. Try new things. Yeah. Try new yeah. things. Incorporate. Yeah. Fun. It should be fun. It should be fun. And if you're an old, if you've never done it before, is this the year that you're like, could I step up to the plate? And if you couldn't, if if uh, if grandma's got things locked down, could you step up to the um, the canapé plate or the um, or the pudding plate or the the bar? Or could you do a cocktail or something? Could you in in some way could you step up when you if for something? If people are like, you can't come in this kitchen. I know what I'm doing. And if you've um, if you're like, yeah, I've been doing it for 10 years. I fucking know. Ooh, could there be succotash this year? A Belgian carrot. Delicious. <laughs> Too uh, much, but good. And on that note, like, we got to wrap this baby up. Like a Christmas present. Yeah. Put it. Yeah. yeah. Like a pig in a blanket. Yeah. Thank you so much, The Shadow. A pleasure. Thank you um, ever so much. I hope that's helped you if you're listening and scared about Christmas dinner. Or if you're not even thinking about Christmas dinner, you just had a nice entertaining time. Very entertaining to listen to. I hope Lovely. everybody comes away with some bit of confidence and is like, yeah, I'm going to do this actually this year. Yeah. I'm bringing this to the table. Thank you so much. And also thank you for listening. If you uh, have any future episode ideas at Nobody Panic Pod or email us, nobodypanicpodcast at gmail.com. Buy our goddamn book. Our audio book, a lot of fun, an audible or um, a normal book, Nobody Panic, out in all bookstores, in a way, we hope. Um, <laughs> yeah, we hope. <laughs> and um, a happy Christmas season, and we'll see you next week. Merry Christmas, one Merry and all. Christmas. Thank you, Shadow. Thank you, Stevie. Thank you for listening. God bless us, everyone. Ho, 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 bye. Ho, Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. 
Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. <laughs>